0: The following podcast is a Dead Sons Company production. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. And tonight, there's only Warhammer. Welcome to the Tainted Hive, the first season of our Warhammer 40,000 Imperium Maledictum podcast. I am your GM, Brad, guiding our ragtag group. And with me today, we've got Justin, Eric, Mike, and Alex. So with that, let's jump right into the second episode, starting with a little recap of what you guys got into last time. Having been plucked from your home worlds. You spent two weeks on Halakarn's flagship before he saw fit to release you to his duties. And calling you his acolytes, you were on a dropship heading into the atmosphere of the planet known as Vol. It's a hive world, and specifically you were heading towards the capital of Vol, Rokarth, a massive massive hive city with 30 billion residents, and that's billion with a b. Halakarn gave you a little bit of information you are heading to this planet to try to, and specifically to this hive, to try to track down the biochemical known as gratis, something that he believes might be linked to some sort of heretical activity. He gave you your orders, a couple of leads, including looking around the mud gate, speaking to a Vidame Gular, who's at the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty, and he also gave you access to a safe house if needed. Uh, As far as you know, the clock is ticking, and you have time to find this for your patron. Once you landed in the Mudgate, Quentin, the completely inconspicuous, and I'm going to constantly mess this up every session with how hard it's going to be for any NPC to ever see you, Quentin, was making his <laughs> way through the Mudgate alongside Mordecai, trying to trek and catch on to some of these people you saw doing. It's these smaller like side deals, you know, you saw some kind of illicit dealings happening, but every time you get close, the person seemed to kind of fade into the crowds. Uh, Roderick and Dimitri, meanwhile, were kind of tailing a little bit behind when a individual whose name you still don't know smacks into Dimitri and takes him to the ground and begins to apologize profusely, tell it, like just proclaiming how he is innocent, how he's being falsely accused and how you need to help him. Jumping to action, Demetri, you took your spare set of robes out from the uh, the Adeptus Administratum that you have uh, procured and threw them over his shoulders and managed to succeed to kind of stealth him away. You think that you're you're kind of getting away very easily. And Roderick, you decided to pivot on your heels and go address the Arbides, who in this area are called the Macarian Vigilites, uh, and the Arbides, again, being the police force of the worlds. So as we open on today, as we open on to session, uh, session two, episode two of season one of the Tainted Hive, Roderick, I believe you were in the midst of a babble check trying to just spout off to, to this woman whose name was, uh, Petronilla, all kinds of facts to just tie up her time and, and bide her attention. Uh, yeah, uh. So she was trying to get me to go somewhere, and uh, me being the member of the Imperial fleet that I am, I would like to go off on her in a spout of gothic gibberish that starts something like, I am under no obligation to acquiesce to your intrepid insignificant indecision. Let it be known that by the decree of the Navis Imperialis, while in transitory superficial excursions as a Quartermaster of the Imperial fleet, I am under no true blah 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 blah. It's very fitting. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 blah. Two, two questions. Does, does yeah. your gothic word vomit require a role from her, or is it a role from you to make an impact? Uh, that's a good question. So, ooh, gothic gibberish. You can use gothic gibberish by making a rapport charm test opposed by the target's discipline composure test. All right, so here's what's going to happen. Because of how you led that out, and I don't know when you wrote that first opening sentence monologue, but you are going Literally to... Literally just now. <laughs> even better. You are going to get a routine. So you will roll routine plus 20 because you invoked the name of the Novice Imperialis, you threw out a bunch of little gibberish of, like, elected rank, etc., Uh, You will be rolling a plus 20, and you're rolling against her, so your Charm is at a plus 20, and you're rolling against her Discipline, huh? Discipline Composure. Yep. Does she have Composure? Okay, so she does not have Composure as a whole, which means we're just rolling against her Discipline, which is her Willpower. Uh, Well, that is a uh, definitive failure with negative 1 success levels. Uh, let me see, I have a
1: 29, and my skill in rapport is a 40, plus I have a advance in charm, so it's 45,
0: so 29 and 45, plus 2. Oh, you rolled a 29 against the 45? Yes. And you also took into account that I gave you a plus plus twenty. Oh, 25. and then another plus 2, so yeah. Just making sure. Okay. Plus 4. Uh, so your plus 4 and her negative 1 gives you a plus 5. She stands uh, stock still yeah she'll be stunned very much though and you see as her jaw drops so to to kind of reiterate what she looks like um she is very tall for an arbides or for a vigilant she stands roughly five eleven, which doesn't sound very tall but you also have to understand that again you've realized she is female Uh, so she's very tall for a woman She has on flak armor with the golden aquila across the chest. There are purity seals hanging from both shoulders. The neck guard again has those two lights that are shining and to reiterate this, she is wearing what appears to be almost like a half bowl helmet or a full bowl helmet with a visor across her eyes. The only piece of flesh that you see is the bottom of her nose down and the skin is like a sallow gray with a scar across her lips. As she kind of stands there, dumbfounded, her jaw opens slightly, and you see that her teeth are very, very yellowed. And she just kind of goes, uh, uh, "Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, I already sent the other three after where you said he and I went. Keep railing at her with my gibberish as long as I'm doing it. She has to keep opposing or stay stunned. <laughs> so if she just continues. So it's a test until to break stun, correct? So uh, just to kind of read this out: yeah. creature stunned by. My gothic gibberish may do nothing other than stare at you dumbfounded as they try to catch up with you and understand what you are saying. They may attempt another discipline composure test opposed by a rapport charm at the end of each of their turns or whenever the GM deems it fitting. Okay, so you watch as her jaw drops and uh, Dimitri, you've you've kind of hustled off Quentin and Mordecai. Um, I'd like you both to give me an awareness sight test. Uh, Actually, no, let's go with awareness sound, please. And so again, you're going to roll oh, against oh, your shit. awareness unless you have any advances <laughs> in the specialty of sound. Uh,
1: plus zero? Plus zero. Plus, okay,
0: Quentin. Plus.
1: No, plus. is plus zero at the task we're going yes.
0: Yeah, everything is challenging unless I tell you otherwise.
1: Okay, okay. So, so that's going to be a minus two. Minus plus, two.
0: Plus one. Plus one. So Quentin, you don't notice this and you kind of continue on your way, but Mordecai, you are are all of, all of a sudden caught by your compatriot of the last two weeks, Roderick Wrangler, and his voice Booming above the cacophony of half tracks and cranes and ship bursts and all these other noises, the hubbub of people, even you hear Roderick's voice ring out loud and clear, and he is invoking all manner of Imperial Fleet speech. Do you turn or do anything? I am, I am under no true compelment to deviate from my current purpose to indulge your boondoggle love mission.
2: Do you turn at all, Mordecai? Uh, if I recognize it as his voice, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of side eye to make sure he's not, like, getting himself in trouble. So um, as
0: as you side eye, you see that he is, and and Roderick, I apologize. Please remind me of your height. I did not write it down. Uh, I just had it written as average height, so I'm assuming like five eight. Okay, so five eight five nine. You see, as Roderick is looking up. To a uh, an Arbites, or in this case, they're called the Mercurian Again, the Marcarian Vigilites, uh, full gold armor, half helm, and this woman is just kind of looking down at him. She is wider than he is. She is more muscular than he is. Taller, armored, sword over the shoulder, and she is just staring there with her jaw open, watching him just spew Ooh. this language at her. My hands and arms are just doing a windmill of gestures and pointing at people and throwing up to the sky, like. So Roderick, at this time, as Mordecai turns to see this,
1: let's do that test again. So
0: it'll be her okay. discipline versus your charm rapport, and that'll dictate what Mordecai sees next.
1: I will say it's very fitting. Quentin did not pass this oh. test because he would not have reacted whatsoever.
0: <laughs> well, uh, gonna, same I'm pluses.
1: Gonna,
0: same same thing. Yep. Uh, no, you know your plus twenty is, is gone. Now you're back to challenging close. Okay. Zero. First test was a plus Got twenty it. for the slew. So that is a sixty-seven out of a forty-five. So oh, that's okay. Two. I rolled a ninety-eight, which is an automatic failure. so she just continues to stand there absolutely dumbfounded Mordecai you're watching as
2: Roderick is talking circles around this guard I'm just going to kind of smirk to myself and then I'm going to make sure I kind of keep an ear open in case the tone changes and I'm going to keep trying to look for those shady transactions
0: Okay, Um, Roderick I'm going to jump from you quickly to Dimitri and then to those two Sounds good. Whenever you're done to stop uh, word vomiting at her to let her loose, let me know because I don't know that I'm going to beat you. We're going to find out. Dimitri, (laughs) you have bundled this man in your clothes and kind of walked him through the crowd away from the Arbides. You've seen over your shoulder. I'm not even going to make you roll because you were too close. You've seen over your shoulders. Roderick is now verbally vomiting upon this Vigilite to keep her occupied. You've seen as he's directed the other three Vigilites away. You think you're as about, about as in the clear as you're gonna be. What would you like to do?
3: All right, once once I see that we're we're out of harm's way and the guards are gone, um, I'm gonna pick like a, I don't know if there's a corner or if there's a large stack of crates I can kind of peel them behind.
0: Um, you're not gonna find a corner because the so the mud gate is very much almost like like semi circular. Uh, just huge amounts of that, but you will find stacks of crates that you could easily kind of tuck behind.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna pull him aside once it looks like it's smart to do so. And uh, I guess what I mean what what's he doing? Is is has he shut up at this point? Or is oh, he, he has, as, as you muscled him away, he shut his mouth.
0: He realized that you were trying to help him, and you you caught on that he just kind of bit his tongue and, and went with you
3: to get to safety. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take every bit of my size and manhandle him around to to face me. Okay. Uh, what are you running from? So as you look at this man, he
0: is in, again, those voluminous robes that I kind of detailed last last episode. Uh, they are a faded navy, almost, almost gray in terms of color leech. And all of the trim has kind of faded away. It used to be a white, now it's kind of dingy. He himself is very emaciated. He looks to be in his late 40s with graying hair, a scruffy beard, uh, kind of like scraggly but scruffy. And his hair the hair on top of his head is combed over to one side, but it's its at that point where you really should start to shave your head. There's just a few wisps that he's kind of combing over, and you see as he nervously reaches up, wipes them off, and flicks the sweat from his hand as he does so. And he looks to you and he goes, um, my, my name is Aragon. I, I do appreciate you saving me there. I I, I don't know quite what, what I can answer for you, but I'm happy to tell you what you'd like.
3: You 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 speak of running, of, of accusation.
0: Oh yes, yes. I, I've I was falsely accused of um well of, of moving goods, we'll say.
3: Smuggler? He looks around. I, I, I grab his chin and bring it back to not right the, in line with me. Not so loud. You see as he
0: grabs one side of his cloak and he kind of pulls it open. He goes, I, I don't know exactly what this stuff does, but the gangs sell it cheap and the laborers are buying it. Hang around any of the manufactorums and you will probably someone looking unusually woozy.
3: Maybe a little happy. S- That's the tell. So, so when he pulls his cloak back, are there like... Oh, there's vials of what appear to be a drug. All right. Um, as he does this, I, I'm gonna kind of sh- give him the shushing motion, and I'm gonna pluck one of the vials. This payment, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that away in my in my pocket. Um, not even asking permission; it's just happening.
0: Roll me a uh, roll me a rapport.
1: Is that gonna be rapport?
0: Are you, are, let me ask this: Are you trying to charm him with this action, or inti- I'm assuming intimidate
3: him with this action? N- neither. It's just I, I'm doing this as though as it's as normal as breathing. Okay. Just, I rescue It's it's part of the tra- It's the final part of the transaction. I I got him away from the guards. He starts talking. Not so much interested in that. But then I see he's got something I'm interested in, and I take it. Okay, go ahead
0: and roll me a, uh, a Rapport Charm check, or, or Haggle if you have advances in either for specialty, otherwise just Rapport. And it oh, will boy. be opposed by his, uh he'll, he'll oppose it with his, his Discipline, let's see.
2: This guy wants to get his ass kicked in the streets.
0: Alright, how'd you do Dimitri? Uh, negative 2 negative two. So he has a negative one. And as you take it away, he kind of squirms. He goes, hey, hey, hey. He looks again. He's he, with with his head, his chin in your hand, he's kind of turning and he's going, look, I can't give it away for free. I can give you a very good discount. I still have to pay. Um, I
3: still have to pay who gave it to me. Alright, cool. As he starts to, to bitch about not paying me for saving him from getting arrested. Okay. I'm going to start taking my cloak back and I'm going to make to like Yell for the guards. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. okay,
3: okay and see what okay, he does.
0: All right. All right. All right. I, I'll find the I'll find the solars for that one. It's for you.
3: Um, I'd also like to look around to see if I see any of my compatriots I'm, anywhere. I'm not going to
0: make you roll because they're Sorry. not far. You can still see Roderick. Who, I, Roderick? Have you stopped orating yet? Uh, I have this final thing to say before I do. But yeah, I, I know how I'm closing it out. So, so you still see Roderick <laughs> orating for now, and Mordecai and Quentin are not far away as well, trying to look into crates of things that are happening.
3: Okay, I'm going to turn... What was this guy's name again? Sorry. He hasn't. You didn't ask him. He hasn't given it? You never right. asked him. Not necessary. I'm going to turn back to him. Enough words from you. You, you speak to mouth now, and I'm going to shut him up and wait and try and rendezvous back with Roderick.
0: Okay, before we jump to Roderick, Quentin and Mordecai. Yeah, you were approaching crates trying to find your way into them uh, Quentin, I know you are currently for lack of a better word obs- ob- obfuscated I think just hidden with your psychic powers
1: yeah which I actually realized between sessions I failed at my the number I should have calculated it differently it should have been 10 instead of plus 9 hey <laughs> hey Eric fuck you Eric
2: Uh,
0: it's probably the one and only time i'm gonna get you with one and it's because you undercut your own numbers all right yeah i did with (laughs) well you know it's okay so um so your actual test is a plus six currently correct
1: um my actual test is a plus nine so
0: you had a five right
1: you're you're saying you forgot one which make it six Yes. So, And then plus 40 here's, would there's Here's have been the thing about the plus 40 is you
0: have a plus 40 to make the roll, but everyone has a plus 40 to test against it. Or is it just your party who have that plus 40? That's the part I'm... It's everyone. So at that point, the plus 40 to the plus 40 is just a wash, in my opinion. But it does give it's you a there, 10, yeah. so that does matter. Uh, so you're, yeah. you're at plus 10 success levels to stay nondescript out of sight.
1: Yeah, and he is basically looking around at crates, looking for people potentially doing some deal, and he's also trying to listen while he's walking around for people talking about something that might be okay.
0: Fitting. Uh, roll me an awareness sound test, Mordecai. You have not interacted with Quintin yet, uh, so you don't know where he is because he's still hidden from you. So my question would be, what would you be up to while he's doing this? And Quinton, how'd that go?
1: Uh, plus three. three.
0: Plus three. So as you are listening around and you're trying to kind of catch catch the vibes, you, you step away from Mordecai and you begin to drift your way through the people, listening for any kind of notices as to what's happening. You don't hear anything relating to gratis, drugs, illegal transactions. Most of what you hear is people saying how they're utterly exhausted. There's not enough food. Their shifts are too long. And the most common complaint you're getting recently is you hear multiple people say these extended twelve hour shifts are killing us. Uh Mordecai. Quentin sneaks Quintin sneaks away from you and you see him kind of drifting off. But the thing is, Quentin hasn't booped you on the nose, so you don't really see him. He's still hidden from you too. Uh as Quinton's off doing his thing, and you're near the barrel the the crates as well. I was gonna say barrels, but the crates as well. Uh, crate how do you want to approach crate and barrel? How do you want to approach searching in the porcelain
2: porcelain store of Crate and Barrel? <laughs> um, I'm really more or less looking for the deals that are happening, and I'm trying to get a sense of what people are saying to each other to see like what kind of things they're exchanging with okay. one another. So same, uh, same concept then as Quentin, just different take on it. Yeah. And if I see somebody make a deal and kind of sleek off into a alley or something like that, I might kind of drift over and kind of see where they're headed afterwards. And also, the I'm kind of taking note of the type of people that are making these transactions. Um, you know, d- you said it seems to be mostly like more upper class folks, right? They all your take on it was they and, and you
0: all saw this. They all appear to be in tattered, worn, nobility clothing. It almost looks like somebody stole clothing of nobility and, and have it. It's how, how it appears. OK, so my question for you, though, Mordecai, as you explain your way, it sounds like you're you're more so than Quentin, who is just observing and looking. Am I am I hearing you correct that you're actually trying to talk to people about what's going on? Or are you also
2: just listening? I'm not I'm not talking to people. I'm watching okay. people interact with one another and I'm kind of more or less keeping to myself. I'm not actively being stealthy, but I'm not causing a ruckus either. I'm okay. just kind of, I'm trying to see the transactions happening and... Gotcha. So we will...
1: I will point out that Quentin is very much being obtrusive and getting, going where in areas that he shouldn't be.
0: You are correct. However, I've already rolled for the RBDs and none of them seem to notice you miraculously. <laughs> Still going to there. Eyes just seem to pass over you <laughs> like you're not there. Um, Unremarkable. Under- so Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mordecai, what I'd like for you to do for me is I would like for you to also roll an awareness check. Oh, you got it. I'm going to leave yours yours vague. You're not going to get the benefit of any specialty if you have it because you're doing both Sight and uh, Audible at
2: the same time. Oh, that's a 16. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, Plus... God dang it. Uh, Plus four. Plus
0: four. So you also hear the same things Quentin did about the extended hours being drags, um, the 12 hour shifts killing people. You hear a couple other rumors about things about just the RBDs kind of cracking down on people. And you do hear the only thing you hear about gratis is you hear one person say, I hope they figured this whole drug thing out because I'm real tired of getting beat to pulp every day when they're looking for it.
2: So that's the only thing I hear. Do I see anybody talk about it? Get into it.
0: So okay. you see, you see all the people that are having these conversations, but you also see one more exchange happen, like ten meters from you, and again, an individual in what appear to be faded nobility clothing doing an exchange with a, an older gentleman. And as the hands touch, you see very easily with the with the plus four, you see a small exchange of an item for a few solars and that person in that clothing, as you begin to take your step towards it, the, they're already fading into the crowd and gone. Uh, but well, you do see who
2: made the exchange, so. I will kind of uh, slink over towards the person who made the exchange and just kind of linger um, nearby, kind of looking at items and moving around, but I'm going to keep an eye on them. Okay. All right. That brings us back to Roderick Wrangler. So how do you
0: want to close out this stun and let her go? Uh, In closure, and without additional superfluous extrapolation, my deterministic assessment of this frivolous juxtaposition is that I will no longer immerse my sagacious person in your subjugative vitriol. I recognize your abdication of interest in my personage and wish you grandiose success in your future endeavors. Good
3: afternoon.
2: (laughs) I said good afternoon. (laughs) I
0: I was I was trying to choke down a laugh long enough to ask, did you just hit me with the I said good day? It sounded and and sounds like Alex heard the same thing. Well I believe I distinctively said good afternoon. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i believe that was impressive based on the new will ferrell christmas movie good afternoon actually means fuck you it does <laughs> so, so, uh, good afternoon right. hold that hold that real quick we have to break immersion real quick
0: there's a new will ferrell christmas movie well it was last ryan, year ryan Reynolds.
2: ryan tell me about Reynolds it later
0: so. i if it's got if it's got um, america and canada's it's, fucking it's 10 a- and will ferrell in it i need to watch it
2: it's a Christmas yeah. Carol movie, basically, like the ghosts of Christmas past. We'll get to it. Present, whatever.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat after, because now, now I know what I'm watching this week. So, uh, yeah. Roderick, you managed to stun this vigilite.
2: For, I'm dipping
0: before she yeah. unstuns for minutes, and then you dip away. And as you dip away, I'm not even going to make you roll. You see, Dimitri kind of like Dimitri, I'm assuming you're waving at him, like waving him over. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to split the party. Too bad. I was going to say you guys. Are, there's a run running me ragged here. Four different people doing four different things. We're going to get it. <laughs>
2: split, split.
0: S- splitting the party is always a great idea. For those of you at home listening along, if this is your first ever tabletop RPG l- listen and you've never played, always remember. Split the party.
2: Always Do split it. the party.
0: <laughs> when in doubt, split the party. As, as the GM, <laughs> when in doubt, you should absolutely pick up that cursed object and split the party
2: not only pick it up
3: put it I'll on. say Hell it. fuck you Brad <laughs> <laughs> alright
0: so Roderick you make your way over to Dimitri and Dimitri has this emaciated 40 something year old man he's kind of looking, his eyes are darting around very nervously his scraggly beard and as you step up you see as he again runs his hand over the top of his head through the few wisps of hair that are there and he comes just with a sheen of sweat, and he's kind of flicking his sweat off and wiping it on his clothes. Ah, uh, excuse me. I, I do appreciate you both saving me, but uh, I really, I, I don't want to be around if the vigilantes keep coming. Can I, can I go?
2: No,
3: you speak to Mouth now. He, and I'm going to gesture him forward to talk to Roderick.
0: He looks to you, Roderick, and you see as this kind of sallow-skinned man, looks to you and goes, does he always refer to you as his mouth? I the glare.
3: Mouth. Capital I, T. I glare at Dimitri. I'm like, <laughs> you've been talking about my mouth. You got something wrong with it. You speak funny words. I speak what well, I need to speak. Have we gotten any answers on this one yet? I'm going to look at the, the
0: the old man. Older man? Is
2: he older he's, man? He's older. He's, he's, he's
0: definitively okay. about 40 to 45 standard Terran years. Gray hair, thin, not super tall. Uh, okay.
3: So, he oh, to answer to answer Roderick's question, I'm going to push him forward, and I'm going to open up his cloak and show and point right to his bandolier of uh, drugs. You notice on the inside of his left quote uh, left cloak,
0: where his his coat opens, there are three lines of vials, and there are only eight vials of a purplish liquidic uh, liquidic liquid substance within these vials. Okay. Well, you... what have you got to say for yourself, sir?
2: What well, I have
0: to say that your friend took one of these, and I'm going to be in very deep no, shit. No, I said for yourself, not for my friends. Yes, that is for myself. If I end up in deep shit, I'm a dead man. If you okay. don't start talking a little bit, you might be a dead man too. Dimitri has got a short temper, right, Dimitri? I kind of give him a little nudge.
2: If I walk away, the there's no step. telling you
0: what he'll do. Both of you give me uh, whoever has whoever has a higher rating of it. Give me a presence intimidation test.
3: So um, before I do this and at Roderick's prompting, I'm gonna I'm gonna hike up my uh, my bandana a little bit and and flash my brand yep. at him yeah and then what what was it you wanted me to roll well, now
0: you're rolling it so dimitri roll me a presence yeah. intimidation check presence there i want to point out brad before he rolls this my intention is to make dimitri look scary and then i would like to roll an intuition people test to use my deal maker talent to try and figure out what kind of acceptable bribe or specific information this person might accept to give us the information we're looking for. That is an excellent prompting of your own skills. Yes and yes. So Dimitri, you're gonna roll the uh, presence intimidation check. With your brand and with the assistance of Roderick, um, I'm gonna give you a plus 10 to it, which is not a standard addition, but you're gonna get plus 10.
3: Okay, so that is a... (laughs) That's two success levels. That's two
0: failure levels. So he... Oh God. Yeah, he begins to just like shake. His whole body begins to shake as he sees this, and he's like, "I don't, I don't really want that. That's not the intention." What,
1: what, what do you sure. want to know? Now, let's your... say
0: I had something uh, that you wanted, and you gave me what I was looking for. Uh, intuition, people.
3: What am I going on there?
0: So, I have intuition is a fifty people gives me another plus 5. That's so 55. I got a 67. So okay, so negative 1, but uh, I'm going to yeah, give you I'm going to give you plus 1 success level for nice. you two having saved him from the vigilite. So you'll have a temporary influence boon of plus 1 with this guy. Okay. Cool. So you can add 1 to that, which does that make it a negative 0? So 67 to a Fifty-five. Yeah, so. it's, still, it's still a negative yeah, negative zero. Okay. Better than negative still. one. Still. Um, he looks to you and he kind of licks his lips heavily and he goes, "Right, look. I mean, and to be clear, I'm trying to glean this by my intuition, not right. necessarily by what he tells me." So, uh, yeah. So he he licks his lips and he goes, "Look, uh, my name's Arrogan. I just run a humble moving and shipping uh, business here." And Roderick, you can tell that he's arrogant. You ever been a dragon rider? That sounds like an awful familiar name.
3: <laughs> God damn!
0: Oh, what? Well. <laughs> Long way out. <laughs> In retrospect, I should have renamed this NPC when I read his name, and I didn't even think about that.
3: No, that's great. I mean, keep it going. GW does have a line of. <laughs> Those models. Oh, so man. It's All not right. that far afield. So,
0: <laughs> so you're trying to glean what he needs to to kind of – what what he would use to as lubricant to kind of get the information, and you're catching that he wants to tell you a couple things. He's willing to share answers. Uh, he mostly just keeps looking at Dimitri, and you can see like he's like glancing from his coat to Dimitri. The biggest thing you're catching is that he kind of seems to like – not know how to interact with you two because he, Dimitri took his product that he then owes someone money for. So he's trying to, his, you can tell his brain is trying to work out what what he needs next and he's not sure. And Okay. And n- noting that, I'm going to lean in a little closer. I'm going to put my arm over his shoulder. I'm going to drape it and be like, come on, mate. Talk to old Roderick. Tell us what you need. I can see you're nervous. Don't worry about Dimitri. And honestly, I need the gratis that he took back. Because I have to go sell it or else the knives are coming after me. Yeah, but tell us about them knives. Wait, all right, you didn't hear it from me. Of course not. Yeah, you didn't hear so it from I me. I already forgot your name. The Valathi knives are running this game. Think of me as a independent shipping contractor. If you want to know more... You're gonna to wanna to go find Ragel. Folks call him Ragel the Red. He hangs around Battery Manufactorum 6938. Raguel? You Raguel, R-A-G-U-E-L, Raguel. Okay, and, and he just, hangs around Manufactorum. Battery Manufactorum 6.938.
2: Okay.
0: So, and just See, just that to, wasn't so odd. Just to kind of give you guys the Warhammer n- numbering system, because it's not going to make sense otherwise. The first number followed by a period is the thousands. Everything after that is hundreds. So he works at Battery Manufactorum six thousand nine hundred thirty-eight. I figured on that. I figured you'd so. Do
2: just these battery mac manufactorums aren't very common here. Then got it. Not at all.
0: There's there's none here. Uh, and he looks at you goes. I mean, y- you know what you know what Rokarth is known for, right? He kind of eyes you up, Roderick. Do you give any it's indication? It's kind, genuine people. I give him a knowing smile, like I'm completely in the know. But he kind of nervously I chuckles, know. he's like, <laughs> G- "Great, but uh, no." So so Vol is full of all the chemicals that make las packs. That's what we do. We produce all the ammunition for this entire sector. Oh, what's a las pack? You mean lay's packs?
2: <laughs> he
0: his eyes narrow and he looks at you, he goes. What? <laughs> 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 but so he, he kind of continues, he goes, If you can't find Rigel at the battery Manufactorum, go check the uh, the edifice of tears. And he's he's a hard man to pin down. Um, That being said, the edifice is a good place for a a drink if you got some solars. I do fancy a drink, thank you. Just, and he looks at you, and he looks at Dimitri, looks at you, and he goes, I don't really want to end up in the gutters. Can I have the gratis back? How much to make you whole for the gratis? 25 solar a pop. How much to oh. keep you out of the gutters, mate? Twenty-five solar. I, you're not, you're not catching me. Remember, I didn't tell you this, but the knives run it, and if I don't pay the knives, I end up in the gutters. What do we think, boys? Do we actually need this, Grace? Right now, it's just you and Dimitri, Mordecai, and Quentin are somewhere else. I'm gonna look around
3: and be like, where the hell did Quinoa go? <laughs> um. <laughs> so before, before I give. The, if we're going to give it back to him, I would I like to use my Diagnostor to try and reveal any illness or diseases from this vial. Sure. Can you, I do that?
0: Yeah. I mean, you can. You're going to run your diagnostic tool to see if the vial is full of pathogenic material. Absolutely. All right. How do long does that to take? To, uh, saying, yeah, how long does that tool take? I'm looking it up right now.
3: I'm I'm looking...
0: Let's say for the sake of brevity, the diagnostic takes five minutes. Just to we, okay. we can correct that in the future, but for now, let's call it five minutes of time. That sounds like a decent time frame for a diagnostic to run.
3: Oh, um, I don't think I can. It says disease in a human.
0: Oh, so, then no. Uh, that, yeah, that's not uh, what are testing here.
2: There's a simple fix to this. Ingest the drug and then test yourself.
3: <laughs> uh, wrong character, Alex. Oh, my bad. My bad, my bad. My bad. I'd be down. I'm going <laughs> to...
0: Do I have any idea what Dimitri is doing right now? Or is this just entirely a Dimitri thing? I mean oh, I'm, I'm, f- I'm scanning it. I'm I'm just failing. He's just looking at it and yeah, not figuring okay. it out.
2: Uh,
0: I get do I get the sense that he needs it in a person? Do you get the sense that it's um, what? That he needs I it get, to, I guess, to Do be I a get a sense that it, it needs
3: to be a person?
0: Uh, I mean I would assume it's you would tool. understand what a diagnostic tool
3: does, so yes, All right. you would know. But this here. This this does not work. Here, you you drink. And I'm going to give it to... Uh, what's his give it back again? to Arrigan? Arrigan, yeah. Uh, and- Aragon, have you had this in
0: the past?
2: No. Have you had that
0: product? No, 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 I don't take it at all. I've been selling it for a couple of years. Uh, no, years isn't right. How many cycles has it been? And he thinks. And he looks down. You see him kind of like calculating in his head and he goes... Uh, and like it's very obvious he doesn't know what day it is. He's just like, well, why? Here's, here's the rub, mate. Old Roderick, he would love to protect you. Don't want you to have to take anything you don't want. But thing is, we need somebody who's taken this recently. So could you take us to an addict, maybe? He. Oh, he immediately blanches and he goes, I, I would rather. Take my chances with the Vigilites. Then let the Knives know that I took you to any of their customers. Then I'm afraid you're gonna have to take this, mate. I'm gonna have to what? You heard me. He um, he takes the do- vial and he pull he reaches into his, his coat and he pulls out a small injector and he goes, you want me to take this? Or show me someone who has recently, yeah? I just told you where to find Regal. <laughs> and he looks, and he's or, like, he's looking mortified at his own hands as he's holding a vial in one hand and the injector in the other.
3: And right. look at Dimitri... See, seeing his hesitation, um, you're going to hear Dimitri almost speak in another language, and, and he's going to start to get very technical. <laughs> or, if you could give me a list of symptomology associated with this drug. Like I'm basically quoting straight out of a textbook (laughs) to him.
2: Hey, Brad. Yeah. Would it be fair to say since uh, Roderick was causing that scene and I've been kind of peering in and out that I see them with this guy?
0: Yeah. I would say if you were watching Roderick, you could have seen this happening. And, And by this point, with how much time has passed, you would have been able to make your way through the crowds back to them.
2: I, I'm gonna probably do that. Okay, um, Quinton. Um, so real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in a way that this guy they're talking to does not notice me. Though I'm gonna kind of come up behind them and just drop in. Okay,
0: then you need to make me a stealth check,
2: my friend. Sure. Um, and if you have stealth
0: urban, use that specialty.
2: Um, I have
0: moved silently.
2: As uh, a... I'll allow that. That's fine. Okay.
0: And you're going to oppose against him and his awareness, so... 69,
2: nice. Nice. Uh, Yeah, that's a minus one though, so not as nice as I'd like it to be. He, uh, surprisingly,
0: I finally rolled well, he does beat you. So as you attempt to kind of move silently up to the side, his nervous flitting eyes as he's holding this vial and this injector, he sees you, and like just locks eyes with you. And we're going to come back to that in one minute. You are now, like, way off on your own, my friend. What are you doing?
1: Still doing exactly what I'm doing. Just kind of snooping and prodding and just, like, getting into areas I shouldn't be. Okay. Your, your discretion and your
0: uh, discovery at this point is you're realizing that you're just kind of coming across the same thing. You're coming across foodstuffs. You're coming across uh, petroleum. Or, I'm sorry, promethium. Um, multiple cases of... Crates upon crates upon crates of laz packs and las guns getting ready to leave.
1: If I'm f- finding anything that would be relevant to where our mission is, Quinton Kri- 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 would start getting very frustrated and start puffing and puffing about it and then starts like having his psychic <laughs> things go a little bit haywire, okay. and like looking to like say, screw it, I'm go- <sighs> oh, and he's going like, all right, I need to go find the part, I need to go find these people, because I can't do this, I'm, and he starts getting a little flustered and like unable to control himself, but at the same time, because he's rambling and no one can really see him with the Psychic stack on, he's just rambling to himself.
2: <laughs> you guys seems like such an anxious fella. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's pretty fitting for a psycher. Psychers
1: tend to be really
0: mentally unstable. I'm not going to lie, I kind of love seeing Eric play a mentally unstable character for once, it's pretty great. <laughs> He's on the edge at all times. All right, so Quentin, you you realize after it's been about a half hour of you guys searching at this point with the interactions you've had, at, at this point you're you yes, your frustration sets in. You realize you're not getting anywhere. You make your way back. It'll take you about five minutes to catch up, but we'll say that your circuit back started similarly the same time. Mordecai noticed, so you'll all kind of come together eventually at the same time.
1: Um, okay, so I'm coming to the party now.
0: You'll be you'll be there in a few minutes. So you're, you're a couple okay, minutes let me Mordecai. know when I get there. Um, so Roderick, Demetri, and Mordecai. As, as he notices Mordecai and he sees the three of you and he's beginning to quickly assess how many people are around him. He looks to you, Roderick, and he goes, no, I'm not taking this. And he turns to run. And you hear him go, guard, guard, they're trying to kill me. And he is gone. He's he's running. So I uh, he is going to try the, to run the away. Tri- the trip that I do doesn't stop him? He is going to try <laughs> to run away. If you have a way to stop him, you may try to do it now. Each of you can try one thing. Because you are all within close range of him. Like You, you kind of boxed him in a little bit. And he's taken off one way to run. Can, can I try to trip him as a reflex? You can try to if you can try to make an unarmed strike against him absolutely.
2: I don't want a unarmed strike. I want a reflex trip him. Is that a different thing?
0: I don't I'm going to be honest, I've I've read this rule book back to front. I don't know what a reflex trip is. Is it something personal Well, to I'm you? just
2: those are just words that I'm saying. But okay. uh, I see that I have the <laughs> skill of reflexes and I would assume my reflex would be I'm going to trip this guy. So, and I don't see that as a strike. I see that as a
0: reaction reflex that's a great question reflexes in this game is another skill word for agility based tests that's going to be your dodge your um acrobatics a balance i guess i'm doing
2: the opposite of a dodge and putting my foot in front of where his leg will be
0: yeah so you're you are actually (laughs) making an unarmed strike at that point so you're going to make an unarmed strike against him if if you want to kick him you got to
2: Otherwise it's just gonna the, try to the semantics you. of it is basically I'm engaging in battle now, and that's not really what I'm trying. No, to do. No, no, no.
0: Think about it like it, it's kind of like Warhammer fine. Fantasy fine.
2: melee brawling. Like it's a grapple. You're you're
0: okay. instead of grappling, you're trying to kick. So just treat it as an unarmed strike to get your foot in the way of him in a proper pacing to trip him. Okay, so what am I actually rolling then? I'm rolling. Uh, so you are still rolling. You are still rolling a uh, a test. You are still going to roll a melee test. A melee um, test.
2: Okay. Yep. You're going to want to use. Just melee.
0: The, you're probably honestly you're probably gonna need your weapon skill unless you have melee unarmed
2: as a as a skill. I just have melee. I don't have an advance in it. Or I can use the weapon skill. That's the same number either way. Just it then you're gonna use the same number either way. Okay. So use that and he's gonna oppose you with his agility.
0: Uh that'll his, be plus two. You're plus two, his reflexes. Double check his reflex score really quick. And as that happens, Dimitri and Roderick, what are you two doing?
3: Um, Um, I just want to hang on to my robes that he's wearing. And either that stops him or I keep my robes. That's that's my goal.
0: I would like to distract him so that he has disadvantage on whatever you're rolling right now. How would you like to distract him as he's running and calling for the guards? Um, Well, mechanically with my distracting talent. um, But I guess... Technically, I would just like to make a really loud, ridiculous clap. I would start clapping like, "Bow!" Like really, "Hey, you stop doing that." Okay, as loud loud as I can. So you just gave him disadvantage on his. Do you have to roll for that, or does it just happen? Just happens. That's a really good thing because he was one super encounter. He was going to beat Mordecai's test, and now I have to make his success an eighty-three failure. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right, so Mordecai, as you go to stick your foot out there and you go to, to make that unarmed strike, how'd you you had a you said you had a plus two, right? Yes, a plus two, sir. Okay, uh, I'm going to guess based on the knowledge of what you've told me that you're not really looking to hurt the guy so much as stop him, so we'll call it a, a non damaging one one wound kind of event. Um, you you go to shove your leg out there and he goes to jump over it, and as he kind of gets over the first, he's beginning to step down, and all of a sudden you see Roderick go yeah and clap at him, and he. He gets so like, tripped up on this, confused. He turns to face Roderick, and as he does, his back foot catches,
2: carries him over, and he ends up like just tripping over your foot with his back foot. As he does, I would like to step over the top of him. Okay. And just, if you value your life, I suggest you shut your mouth. Uh, I think he we does. should just give him to the guard, honestly. Maybe we should just keep a few vials of this and give him to the people who were looking
0: for him in the first place. So he does shut his mouth. Uh, that said, you all begin to hear the sounds of Ceramite plated boots on ground, which all of you know that Ceramite is its a type of armor, most often with Adeptus Astartes, but occasionally you might have like some Ceramite plating on Imperial Guard uniforms as well.
2: I kind of trust Roderick's judgment here. Is, is he worth it?
0: I just interacted with these folks and let them know I was on their side. I'll take care of it.
2: Then I suggest uh, we... we get out of here.
3: Do Do we want him conscious? Good point. <laughs> oh, I really,
1: <laughs> really want to say something in character, out of character, right now. Um,
3: because if not, I'd like to do a medicaid test. Tell me what for? Spe- specializing in humans. Um. I I would like to take my robes, wrap it around his neck, and collar choke that dude until he passes out and leave him for the fucking guards after we roll his body. Love this for you.
2: (laughs) Good lord.
3: And I would like to use my human specialization of Medicaid to do it.
1: Where am I in all of this? You you are just now
0: arriving back as... Mordecai is. Am I? You walk back right as Mordecai is looming over this guy's body. The Vigilites are moving en masse towards your position.
1: How far away are they? And when? How quickly is he going to pass out? Uh, They
0: are. So that's a really good question. You would know that they are. The Vigilites are under a minute away. Dimitri, if you knew that time frame. You're not going to make a man. Well, you might make a man pass out in under a minute. You, you can, you can, make out, like you can blood seconds. choke a man
3: out in a you couple can, you can choke seconds. I'm just saying. Like, seeing this,
1: and I'm showing up, I'm going to say, do we need to find out information from this guy? I'm turning to Roderick when I say this. Well, he gave us some, but if you got more, then wouldn't it I cast mental interrogation on him, <laughs> and I'm pushing this power. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: what? Okay, hang on. Roll. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> and I first off, is he passed out no, yet? no. I get advantage on this. Dimitri has not passed him out yet. All right, then I'm pushing this power, which I means I will get advantage manage on this, and I am casting mental interrogation on him. If, if he really was, was passed I, out, I, would I you really get extra want you to fail just cuz I want to see a psychic bad thing happen. It it would automatically give me advantage. Oh, well just wait a couple seconds he'll be passed out no time.
2: This this is This is what, what I want to say. If, if I'm waiting sleep, for I'm
1: gonna, I will be starting to do it, prepping for it as I'm waiting for him to pass out. The minute he pass out, I'm going to initiate the mental interrogation. <laughs> While you guys do this,
0: I've got a meeting in the street, as it were. I'm gonna walk outside and distract
3: the guard again. Oh man. Okay. So I I guess I start to wrap the robe around his neck and then I start to twist. All
0: right. Make a uh, make a good lord. Make a melee check if you have either grappling or unarmed or anything like that. Use that. Otherwise, you're just going to use your weapon skill.
3: Uh, I can't use my Medicaid for this. I'll allow you to use yeah, your I'll
0: allow you to use your Medicaid. That's fine.
3: Okay. He's so going to, like he's to he's use... gonna try to avoid this. So he's going to fight back. Okay. Well, good luck, bitch. What is the difficulty? It's challenging plus zero. Okay, so that's three success levels. So
0: your three success levels tie his three success levels because I rolled a zero, zero, 003.
2: What if I also a, stick my foot into his chest? Tiebreaker
0: is what is your Medicaid skill?
3: My my med just straight Medicaid,
0: yep, because that's what you're using for this test. What's your Medicaid skill? I'm
3: well, I'm using it, but I have the human specialization. Then
0: use, then use your specialization total.
3: So, so then 53 that
0: beats his 35, you win.
3: So, with oh, when cool. you roll the same
0: success levels, you then look at who has the higher base skill score, to see who wins. Um, so you're gonna succeed, and you're he's he's pulling at it, and he within 15 seconds is passed out, Quentin.
1: So I am actually going to push this. I read it slightly wrong. He will gain disadvantage on his opposition because he's unconscious. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Uh, as you as you do this, first. This and foremost, poor fuck. Fuck, what, <laughs> Remind me again. What are you? What are you using? Which which?
1: Mental interrogation. Which
0: uh, subclass of psychic power is that under?
1: Telepathy. telepathy. Okay, and that is my specialty. I it
0: is. Oh, trust me, I I remember. Um, with that, real quick, did you just roll your your psychic test? I All did. Right, talk to me. How did you do?
1: I did. I got a seventeen, which I actually don't even need to use as advantage, but I'll have to still take the warp charges for yeah. that. Um, so that's going to be um plus my focus is going to be plus um six okay, plus six, and he has to oppose you with a. Challenging plus euro psychic disadvantage psychic test
0: at disadvantage. Uh, that turns from an eight into an eighty. He definitely fails with negative five. That said, before so, we resolve this really quick, you had one warp charge for your psychic or your psychic static. You gained two yep. for mental interrogation, which puts you at three. Roll me a d10. It's b four. So it, it, it's a four. So you're at seven then. Okay. So yes, I'm at your seven. is seven. I was, really, I was yes. really hoping we'd get to see some radical shit episode 2.
1: Um, but because I had a 6, and he had a what? Minus he four? was negative 5. So he's it's well over the 6 plus yeah. or more. So the target is an open book yep. to me, and I have full access to the target's mind with all of the information within okay. it.
0: So unfortunately... Hey, that well, sounds helpful. Fortunately and unfortunately. Everything he shared is about all he knows about this industry. He is literally a middleman. His job is he buys it off of the knives. the And again, they're called the Vilathi knives. And he then moves it to end users. Now you can see, uh, if you see him like an open book, you can see the dozens of faces of people that he sell to, none of whom stand out as anything more than just being a standard administratum worker at whatever industry they're in.
1: I'm gonna f- try to focus more in on getting who he's dealing with on his the end of it and finding out all of the information I can about that right. person.
0: So you find out that his, well, you, you sense because you are literally ripping his thoughts out of his brain, uh, his main contact if it's not just a standard Vilathi Knives member, which are the lowborns, the ones, and you see as, as those images flip through, those are the people you've been seeing around the docks. Tattered clothes, et cetera. The one thing that stands out is an individual whose image kind of leers out at you. And the thought that goes with it is Ragel. Now, the image you see of Ragel is a tall, six foot tall, heavily muscled ganger. He's got a cybernetic eye for his left eye and a constantly leering scowl. Both ears are pierced six or seven times each. And his skull has cerebral implants, but they're not... Socket connectors, they're literal spikes that have been screwed into his own skull. He wears a leather vest that is a bright red. He's got socular, socket implants up and down both arms. And he wears a choker that ends in a like almost like a like a morning star kind of ending. And every ounce of feeling and every ounce of thought you get about him is that Rigel is dangerous.
1: That's the general. All I really get out of him is that he's dangerous. Anything
0: like- beyond that, it's it's just really that Ragel runs runs the racket as far as he knows. So what you pull away is the knives run the show. Ragel runs the knives, or at least he thinks they do. And his entire job is to buy it, move it, sell it, and pay it back.
1: Do I get any sense of how he normally would contact him?
0: Uh, so you actually, yes, that's a good question. Um, you know that if he were to want to contact Raguel, um Arragan would go to the Edifice of Tears.
1: Edifice of Tears. Alright, if I'm gleaming that I can't get any more information, that would be helpful as far as the investigation, I would break the connection and forcefully, not gently, sever the connection with his,
0: his mental mind. So you break the connection. And as this happens, like right as you're letting him go, the four of you I, see as, sorry. I went out into the street while they were doing that, by the way, and I was intercepting the guard. Oh, you're intercepting the guard. Okay, go for it. Yep. I just want to stall them long enough, so I'll get in front of them and I will hail them. And uh, as they get closer, having just, I, is it the same woman I was talking to before? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. I'm going to hit her with some gothic gibberish to stall them a little bit. Um...
0: All right, let's do this This again. Poor bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But in a good way. I'm not attacking her in any way. I look very happy to see her. (laughs) Um, So, Gothic Gibberish, she has to oppose uh, you with her uh, discipline, composure, and I need rapport charm. So, that is a 39 of. What is my charm? rapport. So that's forty-five, thirty-nine of forty-five. So plus one. Uh, she also has a plus one, but her discipline is higher than your Babel. So this time, are you sure? Her discipline's fifty. Oh. so it is. Yeah. Uh, so this time, because that, because so Brad she, Brad didn't roll eighties this time for all of her. She tests. can choose to be delayed if she likes what I'm spitting down, though, right? Yeah, doesn't she have to choose be to be stunned. delayed. Uh, but so as as you try to delay her, she looks to you and she actually snaps off a very crisp and quick salute and says, so happy to chat with you, but please walk with us. And she actually kind of grabs you and moves you with her in a deferringly polite way that says you're not in her arm of the military. She does acknowledge that you are military, but she doesn't actually report to you. And at this point, she's doing her job and she has started to guide you with her as you're all walking towards your crew. Okay, as I'm walking with her, I would like to say that I have made the ebullient decision to contact your supervisors to commend your transcendentally, transcendentally for your circum circ- I can't even fucking say half these words
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Circumlocutional partaking in this fortuitous occasion upon which we have subdued a pernicious practitioner of the besotted member of the infractional scum of this great hive. I assure you personally that your leadership will never, in their luminous existence, have heard such a mellifluous syntax, but the boisterous demeanor of this deluge of phonetical deviations will hoist you into a most advantageous position in your prodigious profession. That is to say, well done, and if you'll come with me, your efforts have resulted in my
3: capturing of your criminal. Prodigious... (laughs) You, you just high gothic fucked my brain. I, I, seriously, like okay. So That's some big words.
0: Uh, as as you say, as you say all me. of this, actually, As you say all of this, you see as as she's following you, but at least five of those words, she kind of just goes and looks very put off. But as you mention that you've caught her criminal. There is a demeanor change um, What I would like for you is I would like for you to roll an intuition check. Now just so, just to kind of clarify this for all of us because we are we all come from D Intuition in this mm-hmm. game is is intuition in this game is how uh, intuition should be to make sense. So in DD you've got insight, right? Here you've got intuition intuition is the equivalent of insight. You're looking at you're looking for the subtle changes in a person's demeanor. Compared to awareness, where you're looking at like overt visual changes. Right now you're trying to read the change. So I would like... Is this intuition people then? It would be an intuition people, yes. Okay. That is a 6, <laughs> and that would be, intuition is a 50, people is a plus 1, so 55. So okay, beautiful. Uh, plus here's what five plus... Yeah. yeah. It's not opposed, I just wanted to see how you did. Yeah. the entirety of her demeanor changes when you say you've apprehended her vigilant the shoulders square the jaw sets the slight smirk turns to a scowl and the stun batons at all four of their waists come loose and are immediately yeah. flickering with power they walk over to all of you and they see this man on the ground and you see as Petronilla, uh, for all of you, again, six-foot, armored, Purity Seals. And for those of you who don't know what a Purity Seal is, for the listeners back home, for the four of you here, Purity Seals are uh, a very Warhammer item. It is strips of parchment that are often found on the Adeptus Astartes or the Space Marines with their Oaths of Moment or their other Oaths to their, not only their chapter, but also the Emperor himself. They're often seen as, like, actual script of prayer that is stamped to armor. And you see that she has on each, uh, each breast coming off of her shoulders, like, towards right where the epaulets uh, would be or the pauldrons would be, the wax seals with the skull set with parchment hanging. And every one of them are written in low Gothic script. And you see that they are prayers to the emperor and litanies of devotion. So it's very obvious that she is a devout, human, a devout person. Mm. And she steps over... To Aragon, And she kind of stands above his body and you see as she looks at all of you and she, she sees that he's a little unconscious and she snarls, grabs him by his coat and pulls it open and sees hmm, possession of an illicit biochemical. Gratis, I believe. Hey. Hey. Boot to spine. And Aragon kind of oh. Just goes, oh! And he wakes up and she goes, oh! You are in violation of Rokarth interdiction 94 beta subclause 5 by the authority of the planetary government, ca- Governor Castix Your sentence is summary execution. And she oh, reaches shit. down and grabs him by the back of his neck and lifts. His feet begin to run. He goes, no, no, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. And you watch as the shock baton just crashes into his stomach. Bolts of electricity burst up his body. And he just goes, ah. She hands him off and goes, So don't get caught with it. Right. <laughs> don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> right. Did you not see me as the GM's face when you started saying I'm taking this stuff and I'm going, uh, I, I, don't dude, I didn't take anything, bud.
2: <laughs> you see as she
0: hands him off to the, to the three others and goes, Takes him to, take him to the bastion. Get him processed for execution tomorrow morning. I don't want this filth anywhere in this hive anymore. And she turns to each of you and she goes, it appears Rokarth owes the four of you a bit of gratitude.
1: Does she even notice me? That's
0: a really good question. What does she have to
1: beat? <laughs> plus 10.
0: <laughs> I don't think she can beat a plus 10 unless I roll a zero one. but let's find out.
1: She has a plus 40 on her thing, so maybe. <laughs>
0: oh, actually, with a plus 40, maybe? Maybe? Hang on. I didn't roll terribly. Oh god, and she's got a beat. She, it's her discipline, yeah?
1: let uh, will double check that. No. Awareness, oh, awareness any. Awareness
0: any? Oh god. Uh, no, despite her awareness skill, plus six does not get me to a plus ten. She has no idea you're there. But she, so she, so let me, let me, Let's retcon that. She goes, it appears Rokoth owes the three of you a bit of gratitude.
2: Um, I would like to bow respectfully. Uh, being she... the brown noser that I am. Uh, you have done a very good job apprehending him. We were happy to be part of your success.
0: <laughs> she, she,
2: I look looks... over at Mordecai and wink at him. <laughs> like
0: Now you're picking it up. <laughs> she actually looks directly to you, Mordecai, and she throws the sign of the Aquila to you. Uh, and again, this is probably a new thing for those of you who don't know Warhammer. The Aquila is the sign of the Imperium. It is a double-headed eagle. When individuals give the sign of the Aquila to someone, it's it's like a salute but not as formal. It's just a sign of respect. And what it is is you actually you cross your hands like this with your thumbs pointed in. So they just put it on their chest. So she looks to you and she goes like this and makes the that sign of the Aquila with her fingers pointed out and her thumbs crossed to you and says, Indeed, I, I do believe that this is more your success, but we are always happy to get this filth off the streets. Uh, if there's anything I can
1: help you I'd with. I'd like Quentin to stand behind her going like this and just start flapping his hands.
0: Cat dang dork. What Mordecai, as that's happening, do you, do, you, do you
2: break, as she makes this serious, meaningful Absol- gesture. Absolutely not. I am brown nosing and not paying attention to that dork at all son <laughs> of <I'm> a bitch <laughs> so uh so as this all happens though
0: she looks to the three of you and she says uh, if there's if there's anything we can help you with or any questions you may have let me know but uh, beyond that just i'd, I'd love to and she looks to you as she says this roderick she goes i doubt i will see you three on my desk but she looks immediately to dimitri and you see her eyes dimitri you can see her eyes look at your forehead is your is your cap still up like it was to intimidate or did you put it back no there? No, it was just a quick flash. She looks to you, Dimitri, and kind of eyes up your entire demeanor and goes, I'm really hoping I'm correct that I won't see the three of you, but if there's something I can help you with, let me know.
2: Just
0: deeply appreciated.
3: Ma'am, and give her the most fucked up salute. (laughs) Are you missing
0: fingers, man? Like, Just (laughs) try and give the
2: salute, but you're missing like half your fingers or something? (laughs) No, I'm just... (laughs) It's like the most half-ass... Ma'am, you will not see us again unless of course you call upon us.
0: Well, that's good to know. As she says this, she thumbs the shock baton off and is kind of putting it back and said, looks to each of you and goes, don't get caught with that gratis. It's a filthy shit. Disgusting, so. Hmm.
3: What does it do?
0: She. Uh, go ahead, as you asked. That give me, um, Dimitri, give me a rapport charm test, and it'll be a, with a plus one success level for helping capture Aragon. You now, by the way, your temporary influence with Aragon is gone. You are now back at. You're actually. Yeah. You guys are down at negative one with him. Uh, but you, you are now at. What plus, was it
3: before charm?
0: It's going to be a. Uh, it's rapport. It's
3: rapport, right? rapport.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, so your your influence with Aragon has gone to negative one. But oh, your influence a, with Petronilla and the Makarian Vigilites is up to a plus one temporarily. Yeah,
3: that guy doesn't matter at all. So that's that's a negative two for me. A negative two,
0: even with the even with the. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Take that test with advantage. So if you can flip those digits around and succeed, you will.
3: That's even worse.
0: <laughs> okay, so she looks at you as you ask how it goes, and she, I rolled a 46. You're not very so really oh, 60 charming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as you ask, what does it do? She kind of looks to you she kind of hesitates for a moment. Um, But partially because I rolled a 91, partially because you guys did good for her. She looks to you and says, we're not entirely sure. We're waiting on an analysis from the Medicaid facility adjumentum.
3: But as usual, the damn administratum are dragging their feet. They do love Um, to do that. I'm going to I'm going to kind of puff my chest up or I actually happen to dabble in me, the medi, medi, Medicate. <laughs> so much confidence.
2: <laughs> she,
0: I believe every word you just said, Dimitri. She, she looks meta, at you, Dimitri, meta. and she goes, That's wonderful. He's actually quite good. Good. I, I, I'm sorry. And she kind of looks to each you and she goes, are, are you here for anything in particular? We're, like, how did you manage to catch this man?
1: i like it to choose this moment to do a purgitation.
0: What does a purgitation do? A what? Oh my God, I'm he's purging, purging his work charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, that is the perfect place to leave off. <laughs>
3: I we're don't all know what die. that even is. Neither do yeah, I. We're going to die.
0: When, but when we're, we're going to find out next time. <laughs> we're gonna, does the party die? Does the whole city fall to chaos? Find out next time on the Tainted Hive as Quentin purges his warp charges in the middle of the docks.
3: Episode 3, we find purgitation. purgitation.
0: Episode 3 is definitely going to be called purgitation.
3: Uh, yeah, all right. The warp comes straight out his ass. Oh my
0: god. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please make sure to check out our website at deadsonsco.com for the latest news and social links. If you like our content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com deadsunscompany And we will see you in episode three to find out what hell Quentin reeks on Rokarth with this purgitation.
1: <laughs> Hashtag purgitation. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's not a parallel of the warp.